0: Welcome to Zichu Dafsi, man, memory of Abraham Gold. I the name with Zeches Modek Cotton Daf Yid Alf. The first parak, Mashkin Beis Shlachim. The first parak has been generously sponsored in the memory of Menachem Mendel, Ben Rab Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Cohen, and the son of Baruch Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Ben Rab Menachem Mendel Cohen. May their neshamas have an aliyah. Before we begin, I want to mention I'm going to start including the pop quiz at the end of the like I used to do. Uh, I've gotten a number of requests. Uh, people in the car, it's much easier to listen to one file. Also, people are listening on Kol Rashon, ...by phone and also via the Zikru hotline, which we have set up, which takes you directly to the She'urim on the Da'af. The number for the Zichru hotline is 929 And it's a shame for people listening by phone not to be able to have access to the pop quiz. So I'm going to go back to a 10-question pop quiz with three bonus questions from previous mesectas, but I will also include the pop quiz as a separate file for those who prefer just having it as a separate file. So the three different topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states, Osi Gagu gagul merpesas maisa hediot, avula maisa uman. We may make a railing for a roof or a balcony in the work of a layman but not the work of a craftsman. The Gemara asks, "What's considered Maisa Heduyot?" And Reb Yosef says, "Buhutsa with palm branches and laurel branches." Rashi explains that he stands up the laurels as posts and then weaves the palm branches between them to make the railing. Another option was taught in a brisa Tsar B'Tzror b'tit. He piles stones on top of one another and does not cement them with mortar. Point number two, the Mishnah states If a pivot or a sock which Rashi explains is a hole in the door that holds the lower pivot or a lintel, lock or key broke one may fix them on Chol mode provided that the person didn't plan to do his work on Cholamod. They warn how can the Mishnah say that it's permitted to fix certain items on Cholamod? Because there's a Mishnah of regarding the innovations of Yochanu Kongado that says, yomav makab Until his days, the hammer would bang in Yushalayim, which implies that only until his days, working with tools was permitted, but afterwards, they became prohibited. After the first answer is rejected, the Gamor brings three more answers. Rav Chisna answered, Our mission is dealing with large saws, which produce no noise, whereas the other mission is dealing with axes, which make noise. Rav Papa said that our mission was stated before the Gezerah, and the other mission was stated after the Gezerah. Ravashi answered that the author of the mission regarding Yochun Kongado is Rav Yehuda, who holds that repairs on Chomot to save from irretrievable loss must be done in an unusual way, whereas the Mishnah here is Rabbi Yossi holds that such work can be done in the usual manner. And pointing with the opening mission of the second paragraph discusses what one should do if he turned over his olives in order to press them, and then he became an aval when it's prohibited to work, or it was before a festival when he turned over his olives and he couldn't press because of some onus or because his work has tricked him, which Rashi explains to mean that they promised they would come and didn't show up. The notes that the mission began with the case of mourning and concluded with what to do in the case of Chaomoda, and never came back to what should be done in the Velas. Shisha, the son of Ravidi, said this tells us the Things that are permitted during Khoamoda are forbidden to do during availus, Ravashi disagrees and says a The mission is presenting the halachos in the format of it's not necessary, meaning it's not necessary to state that malach is permitted during availus in the case of financial loss, since the prohibition not to do malach is only the Rabban. But even during cholamod, when the prohibition against malach is a doreisa, but makom seida show In the place of financial loss, the rabbis permitted the malachah. The Gemara brings a long braisa that supports Rav the son of Ravidi. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states. We may make a railing for a roof or a balcony in the work of a layman, but not the work of a craftsman. The Gemara asks, what's considered mysa hedyot? And Rabbi Yosef says, with palm branches and laurel branches. Rush explains that he stands up the laurels as posts and then weaves the palm branches between them to make the railing. Another option was taught in a brysa, He piles stones on top of one another and does not cement them with mortar. Point number two, the Mishnah states If a pivot or a sock which Rashi explains is a hole in the door that holds the lower pivot or a lintel, lock, or key broke one may fix them on call mode provided that the person didn't plan to do his work on Cholamod. They asked, how can the Mishnah say that it's permitted to fix certain items on Cholamod? Because there's a Mishnah of my regarding the innovations of and Kongado that says, Until his days, the hammer would bang in Yisholam, which implies that only until his days, working with tools was permitted, but afterwards, they became prohibited. After the first answer is rejected, the gemor brings three more answers. Ravchista answered, habe magale, habe Our mission is dealing with large saws, which produce no noise, whereas the other mission is dealing with axes, which make noise. Rav Papa said that our mission was stated before the Gezerah, and the other mission was stated after the Gezerah. Ravashi answered that the author of the mission regarding Yochum Kongado is Rabbi Huda, who holds that repairs on Cholmo to save from irretrievable loss must be done in an unusual way, whereas the Mishnah here is Rabbi Yossi holds that such work can be done in the usual manner. And point with the opening mission of the second paragraph discusses what one should do if he turned over his olives in order to press them, and then he became an aval when it's prohibited to work, or it was before a festival when he turned over his olives and he couldn't press because of some onus or because his work has tricked him, which Rashi explains to mean that they promised they would come and they didn't show up. The Gemara notes that the mission began with the case of mourning and concluded with what to do in the case of Cholomot and never came back to what should be done in the Rav Shisha, the son of Rav Eidi, said, This tells us, Things that are permitted during Cholomot are forbidden to do during Avelis. Ravashi disagrees and says, a boy The mission is presenting the halachos in the format of it's not necessary, meaning it's not necessary to state that malach is permitted during Avelis in the case of financial loss, since the prohibition not to do malach is only the rabban. But even during mode when the prohibition against malach is a deraisa, but Malcolm Seda Shaur in the place of financial loss, the rabbis permitted the malacha. The more brings a long braisa that supports Rav Shisha, the son of Ravidi. Alright, so now let's go to our sim for Duff Yadolf, and our standard simon is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes The handyman from five-star layman repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on chalamoed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel. Got a call to help a distressed man who just turned over his olives to press them when he suddenly became a novel. Once again in slow motion The handyman from five-star layman repairs, five-star stars that must learn off Yid olive the handyman from five-star layman repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed, which reminds us in the next mission of states, Osi ma'akul agagum repesses avol umen. We may make a railing for a roof or a balcony in the work of a layman but not the work of a craftsman. The Gemara what is considered maizehedyot, and Rabbi Yosef says of with palm branches and laurel branches. A braizotata can be done by piling stones on top of one another and not cementing them with mortar. So the handyman from Five Star Gaming Repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed and use their silent, large saw to fix a door lintel. Which reminds us, there was a contradiction between our mission, which said repairs can be done in home mode, provided they weren't intended to be done then, and a mission of Maishushin, that said until the days of Yochum Kongadol, the hammer would bang in Yushon, which implies that only until his days working with tools was permitted, but afterwards it became prohibited. Three answers are given, one of them being, our mission is dealing with large saws, which produce no noise, whereas the other mission is dealing with axes, which make noise. So, the handyman from Five Star Layman Repair, who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel, got a call to help a distressed man who had just turned over his all to suppress them when he suddenly became a novel. Which reminds the Gamora notes that the opening mission of the Second Paragraph began with a case of mourning and concluded what to do in the case of Cholomoed and never came back to what should be done in Avelis. Rav Shishi Brady Ravidi said that this tells us that things that are permitted during Cholomoed are forbidden to do during Avelis. Ravashi disagrees and says the mission is presenting the Halachas in the form of a Lomaboy. boy. It's not necessary to state that the is permitted during a bailus in the case of financial loss, since the prohibition not to do malachas is only the rabbanon. But even during cholamod, when the prohibition against malachas is the reisa, but sharu In the place of financial loss, the rabbis permitted the malachas. So once again. The handyman from Five Star Lane Repairs, who put together a railing made of palm and whorl branches on moed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel, got a call to help a distressed man who just turned over his ove to press them when he suddenly became an avo. Alright now it's time for our four boabakhazara. Dov Zion so the simmer dov Zion is clay Zion, a weapon, a gun. So here goes. The heavily armed guards armed guards gun, that must mean we're on Dov Zion. The heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's negaim on Cholomoed, which reminds us that we have a Malchus Mir on the Khamim whether a Kohen can look at a negah on Cholomoed. Rabbi Mir says, a Kohen may look and examine a nega on Cholomoed to be Mako, but not to be machmir. Rush explains that Kohen sees that his tamay shouldn't say anything because if he declares him tamay, he'll cause a person distress, and the Torah says and you should rejoice in your chag. But the Khamim say a Kohen may not examine at all, neither to be Mako nor machmir. They hold the cone who examines a negum must make a ruling, and if he were to examine it in order to be made he might end up having to be machmir. So the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the count from looking at people's Nagaim on Ho moed weren't sure if they should him go and look at the matsura at the end of his second confinement, which reminds us the Gemara brings a similar malchokus between remember the Rabbi Yosi who holds like the Kokamami, and Rabbi qualifies the Malkoki that they only disagree in the case of someone at the end of his second confinement, where his situation will improve if he's Tahor and worsen if he's Tame as he'll be distressed on becoming a matsoura so. The heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's Nagayim on Chola weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Matsora at the end of his second confinement and told the Chassan to come back in a week after Sheva Barachas. Which reminds us, since becoming a Matsora is dependent on the Kohen's declaration of the person being Tamei, we learn that if someone develops a nega, we give him seven days of a shower before examining it, and we also give him an allowance for his house and clothing. Similarly, if someone develops a nega before a regal, we give him seven days of the Chag before examining it. Dav Ches. So the symbol Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. The Chola Moed Chala Delivery Truck, Chala, that must be Dav Ches. The Cholomot Cholomot delivery truck stopped to drop off free Chala, to the man re-bearing his parents' bones. Which reminds us of the next Mishnah states where Mer said that a person may gather the bones of his father and mother and bury them in an ancestral pond of because it's says Simcha for him. Rashi explains that he's happy that they're buried next to their ancestors and it's not distressing for him. Rabbi Yossi said, Abel well. Higuo, it's a source of mourning for him and therefore it's prohibited. Even though a person should mourn the entire day when he re the bones, Abay explains that Remer means that the Simcha of the Regal is upon him. Since he's very involved in the Simcha of the Chag, the re-interment doesn't bother him. So the Cholomod Chala delivery truck stopped to drop off free Chala, to the man rebearing his parents' bones and to the team busy lengthening some Kuchin which reminds us that the next mission states kuchin ukvaros we may not dig burial alcoves or graves during Cholomod but we may adjust burial alcoves during Cholomod which means that we may shorten them and a Bryson teaches that we may also lengthen and widen them even though it involves. So the mode delivery truck stopped to drop off free chala, to the man bearing his parents' bones and to the team busy lengthening some kuchin since they had so much extra chal from the husband's cancelled order who just found out he couldn't get married on Cholmohad. Which reminds us, the next mission states, a nosin nashim b'mod, or or almanus, or We may not marry women of call moed, neither virgins or widows, nor may we perform yibum simchilo, because doing one of these things is a simcha form. And the Quran brings four reasons why it's a problem to have this additional simcha on the chag. Daf test, so the similar daf is a teapot. So here goes the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties. Tea that must be more on daf test teapot. The is enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas, which reminds us that the source for Ma Arvin Simcha Besimcha, we do not mix one simcha with another simcha, comes from a Pasukar and Shomma celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash. Shiva's Yamim Yamim for seven days and for seven more days, fourteen days. They celebrate for seven days before Sukkahs and then celebrate for seven days during Sukkahs for a total of fourteen days. The proof is from the redundancy of saying that they celebrate for fourteen days when it had just stated that they had celebrated for seven days and seven more days. hani We can learn from this that the seven days of celebrating the dedication of the Beis and Middash are on their own, and the seven days of Sukkot are on their own, meaning that the Simchas were not mixed. So the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas, were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate on Yom Kippur when the base of Migdash was dedicated, which reminds us that the year of the dedication of the base of Migdash, Qaisel did not keep Yom Kippur. They made the following Kabbalah homer if by the dedication of the Mishkan, whose Kedusha is not everlasting, and we're dealing with the individual karbonus of the Nasim, yet it was Docha Shabbos, which is in Esher then all the more so by the dedication of the base of Migdash whose Kedusha is everlasting, and the karbonus of the Tzibor, and in Yom Kippur, the Anish is only Kharis, that the celebration should override Yom Kippur. So the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to miximchas, were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate on Yom Kippur when the base of Migdash was dedicated. And another one was told her grandson shouldn't leave learning if someone else can pour the tea. Which reminds the Gemara resolves a seeming contradiction between two pesukim regarding the issue of whether mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah by explaining kan mitzvah asos al that here in the Pasach that mitzvahs do not compare to Talmud Torah. it refers to a mitzvah that can be performed by others. Therefore, one who's learning should let someone else do the mitzvah. Kan mitzvah asos al Whereas here, in the pusik that implies the mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah, it refers to a mitzvah which cannot be done by others. Therefore, a person winning should stop warning and perform the mitzvah. Daf Yud. So the simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin. That must be more Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin wearing messed up hems that they sewed on Cholomolet, which reminds us the Mishan state of Hediotov for a layman may sew in his usual way. During Cholomolet, the Gemara in Ardav has what's considered a layman. And the yeshiva Rebbe answered, whoever is unable to skillfully pull a needle of stitches through the fabric at the same time. But Yoshi Barchanina said, whoever cannot form a straight hem on the bottom of his garment. So the minion of Yidin wearing messed up hems that they sewed on Cholomolet had time to go out to the field to collect some large twigs for the Shul's Cholomolet bonfire. Which reminds us, if one only takes large twigs and leaves the small ones when clearing a field, then it appears his intentions for gathering wood to fuel a fire which is permitted on Cholomod. But if he takes both the large and small twigs, it appears that his intention is to clear the field so that he can plant, which is forbidden. So the minion of Yidin wearing messed up hems that they sold on Cholomod had time to go out to the field to collect some large twigs for the Shul's Cholomod bonfire. Because their shops were closed with the khad for merchandising. Which reminds us, Ravis said in his eighth ruling, Any amount of merchandising in Cholamot is prohibited, Rav Yosef said. But in the case of a loss, it is permitted. Rashi explains that if the person will have a loss, if he does not sell it on Moed, but where a loss is not prevented by selling it specifically on Cholamot, it is forbidden. All right, now it's time to conclude with our 10-question pop quiz, plus three bonus questions from previous Masechters. Number one, which doctor to remember Rav, and Rav disagree whether a Cohen can check the Gaim on in the case of a Mitzvah Muskar at the end of a second confinement. That's on dav. Zion. Good number two. Which we learn that one is permitted to destroy ant hills on Cholomoed? That's on dav. Vav. Good number three. Which we learn that the source, Fe'ein Ma'arvin, Simcha v'simcha, is learned from the dedication of the base of Megdash? That's on dav. Yes. Good number four, which staff do we have a Whether the halakhas of Avelis are more humble than the halakhas of a Cholamot or not? That's on DAF. Good number five, which staff do we any amount of merchandising on Cholamot is prohibited? That's on DAF. Good, Good number six, which staff do we have one should not leave his learning if it's a mitzvah, that's on DAF. Test. Good number seven, which stuff do we have a Whether one can gather bones for reinterment on Koamoa, that's on duff. Ches. Good number eight, which stuff do we learn that one can discern if one is collecting wood for a fire when he's only collecting the large twigs, not the small twigs, that's on duff. Good. Good number nine. Which stuff are four reasons given as to why we do not get married on Koamoa? That's on duff. Ches. Good. And number 10, which stuff do we learn that a head Hediyot is permitted to sow? On Cholomo, that's on Dav. Yod. Excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn the two nighttime mitzvahs are Mikra Megillah and Gesir Omer? That's on Dav. Chafa Megillah. Good. Number two, which stuff do we discuss? bechiah Sholchinim, that's on Dav. tough test time is Good. And number three, which duffy when the young birds will not go to another dove code if it's around the corner since they lose sight of their dove code. That's on duff? Excellent. So that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden. wishing you a great day and great learning.